0: Halloween forever
1: Hey, hey, we're the Munchies People say we're Munchie <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> boys and girls, to our fucking big old premiere show of Halloween is forever, I'm Brian I'm Meg
2: i'm steve
1: <laughs> i was sitting there last night watching the movie we're gonna talk about today a spoiler alert guys we're watching munchies and i couldn't stop singing to myself hey hey we're the munchies people say we munchie around and i was just giggling to myself at the idea of munchy. what munchie around means? i
3: actually i i, I want to find after this episode like a soundtrack for this film Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. there's some just weird, silly songs that I feel oh, like there were so many funny descriptors,
1: like uh, yes. uh, of because I had the captions on when I was watching it on mm-hmm. the Tubi uh, uh, blessed be, and I said, uh, m- multiple times I laughed out loud at what the caption said, which it would just <laughs> say, like, in parentheses, kooky music. <laughs> 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 like, how, like,
2: hell yeah, it is. If you, I think, I think if you find in, uh, like a, a original soundtrack to this. Uh, it's gotta have like an acapella version of dude singing trucking.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like super. <laughs> or at least that's how it starts, and then yeah. you yeah. actually go into it. Heck yeah! Like all it's of them like, have intros. It's
1: like it. the beginning of Living Dead Girl, where he does that like little line from uh what what mm-hmm. the fuck uh, Night of the Living Dead was it Night of the Living Dead? And then it's like uh, bunch into the music, but you know, yeah. b- bunched in the song. But it's just dude. Just just off key.
0: Oh, guys, we'll get into
1: the wonderful world of Munchies and its sequels in just a hot old sec here, guys. We uh, we did a little Tubi roulette uh, this week, and uh, Meg was able to spin the old Tubi wheel, if you will, which is just Tubi roulette. If you don't know what it is, you go on to Tubi, uh, Blessed Be, our sacred text, Tubi. Go on there, <laughs> just put your controller into the horror section, and just scroll for 30 seconds 30 minutes whatever and what you land on we got to watch meg landed on munchies which is again another example of the to be gods blessing us uh with their <laughs> abundance um because i what did i i, I did it first and I came up with something pretty good.
2: Came up with, I think it was called
1: Blood Salvage. Oh, yeah. It was like Blood Salvage. I was like, oh, this sounds sick. Never saw it before. I was really excited. And then Meg was like, I, I'm i the champ. I get to do the, do the, do the tube beat roulette. And I was like, all right, fine, whatever. And then she ended up on Munchies. I was like, goddamn, I'll take it. I'll take it. I love you oh, some Munchies.
3: I didn't even, I don't think, I don't think I saw it on the text, what you got
1: so funny. blood salvage yeah never heard of it don't know anything about it i will i did put it on my my two watch list on the tubies mm-hmm. but i was like what the fuck is this which is the really in my mind the best thing that can happen when you do Tubi roulette is come up with some gnarly bullshit you've never seen mm-hmm. before any case that's what we're going to talk about here on this whole big old chunky old sexy old minisode but uh before we do that we got a couple of things we're gonna do as we usually do at the top of the show first of all if you haven't done it already Fuck you. But I will <laughs> give you another chance. Go on to the social medias. Follow us on Instagrams and the Twitters and the Tiki Talkies and all that type of stuff. Um, and help us to, you know, provide some some suggestions. Pull your fucking weight around here. This is free. You freeloading <laughs> dip weed. Submit, you know, a, a suggestion for a topic. Give us a little five star review on one of them social, or I'm sorry, one of them podcatcher apps, and I'll send you some fucking stickers if you DM me. I don't give a shit. Uh, do some of those things.
3: Have we hit 10k on you? Oh, we're we're getting close to hitting 10k on Instagram. We are. Though. We are.
1: Yeah. And I will admit, I have not been as active on the Instagrams uh, in the last probably eight months as I was before, and that's mostly because I've been working like a motherfucker. But I've been trying to get back up on top of that and do post more spooky yuki shit on intranets for you. But Go follow us because we are approaching 10,000 followers on Instagram. So go ahead and do that. I would appreciate it. But for those of you who have done your part and are not freeloading pieces of human shit uh, and actually helped us pick our showdown topic for the upcoming garbage month of February, which that's how it's spelled. That's how it's pronounced. Don't at me. Fe- <laughs> do You guys say fe- <laughs> it's not February. It's February. All right. February. No, not February, February
2: brewery this is how you come out of dry january fred brewery
3: <laughs> it's not <laughs> exactly. man i'm learning so uh, much I i'll actually remember it cuz i'm sober well the everyone fuck?
1: says february. february it's february I, and oh, every man, time my brother always makes fun mouth. of me he's probably listening to this right now um he had a baby today by the way they had a baby Ooh. today yeah, they had a baby happy
3: birthday boy.
1: yeah yeah uh, she's <laughs> it can't so, hear
2: you meg it doesn't no. know <laughs> no she doesn't know what the hell's <laughs> no, going so what
3: i expect is that, that dang old baby don't listen to
2: podcast his
3: brother will actually be playing this come Mm. monday Mm -hmm. to his child i would
1: hope so if he's any type of brother he will but yeah so (laughs) uh in any case i think he does he does typically listen to to the podcast but anyway got a um, a sweet little baby i'm
3: assuming that the entire pregnancy um the baby has had headphones of our Mm -hmm. show Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. or yeah
2: Hopefully its first word is yeet.
3: (laughs) Yeah, he
0: he, he had
1: the baby queued up, you know, just just only hours before uh, before the baby was born. Um, They he said um, that they were I said, you know, how's it going? How's everybody feeling? They're like, good. Uh, We're just sitting here in the hospital uh, watching Roseanne. I was like, well, that's good.
0: First thing the baby
1: should hear when it comes out into the real world is Roseanne. Yeah.
2: they should know that exists. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: important. Um, anyway, why well, I run him He always makes fun of me for saying February. Mm. And I'm like, that's how it's spelled, you dickweed. Anyway, guys, <laughs> February showdown topic has been oh. decided. Once again, I will remind you, we had a few different topics. One of and these were all topics that came off our big old spinny wheel of topics that were suggested by our friends and listeners and social media friends, and uh some of the ones that we popped on there as well. Micro Budget Gems uh, was one of them, Apocalyptic Horror, and then the other one was Big Old City Spookies, which was like, you know, urban or big city settings, things like that. Uh, by a narrow margin, I think only four or five votes, we have a winner, and it is Micro Budget Gems guys. So uh which I was a little bit bummed because I you know was was talk was getting some very good suggestions for uh big city spooky from from some of our, our our friends and and social media uh friends and listeners and things like that. Now I gotta reconsider because I thought that one was gonna win. Yeah. But what was the top what did we kind of place for the high end? And we say like three hundred thousand ish. Yeah it was the three high or, end three three or four hundred thousand mm,
2: dollars is like yeah. the top end that we can mm.
1: go for. Mm-hmm. so we're talking about some real low budget situations mm-hmm. uh, that we're going to talk about in february so tune in next episode uh or probably not next so because we have like an extra month here in january um it's also pronounced january mm-hmm. that is how it's spelled <laughs> that's how, um
3: i um officially am cutting uh, don't you off brian check that you don't You're done.
1: don't fact check that don't google it um so we won't do it next episode. We'll do it the episode after because we got that extra Monday. We will announce what our uh yeah, what our good old uh micro budget flicky picks will be for um for February. Uh all right, let's get into some dang old beers. Who's got beers? I got beers. Meg doesn't have beers, she's a fucking I don't dork. have beers. Dork. Hey I'm Dork, drinking. what are you drinking wow. Dork? Wow, you know, you guys are really Lame coming at me. Dork.
3: Not complimenting my shirt at all. It's a sick shirt. You know? It's
1: a sick shirt. It's a horse shirt. <laughs> Horses rule everything around me. We know this.
3: This is a this is a birthday gift, so yeah. I wore it today. Um guys, but I'm I'm drinking this really delicious uh I can already see what it is. It's,
1: it's the goddamn Aldi seltzer. Yeah. No, that's no, what it's polar no, polar no, that's rules.
3: Polar. I buy the polar I'm,
1: at Aldi, no? Mm, well you can get it at oh, Aldi, yeah. but like I
3: don't you can't I haven't seen this layer. Yeah, Orange vanilla. Ooh, good, that don't good, sound good, too bad. Good, it's a good mixer seltzer, but mm-hmm. right now, you know, I'm not mixing it with shit. So
2: no, no. Polar used to wow out the same way like they used to wow out with like crack beer. They had like one that was like unicorn farts or some shit like that. Who did?
1: Oh. Polar yeah. did. Yeah. Polar? I'm, like I'm Polar a... Pop people?
2: Mm-hmm. They had like a mm-hmm. uh unicorn unicorn kisses.
3: I was wondering what, what it was that called. was called. Oh, I've seen yeah. those.
2: Yeah, they've hmm. had a bunch of goofass. They've had mermaid songs. They had Yeti Mischief as one. Wait, beers? Ooh. No, it just Polar Seltzer. They, oh, I, I say oh, they oh, use oh, the oh, wild I'm out the way craft beer does. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. They, yeah, they had Yeti Mischief and Dragon Whispers.
1: No shit. Yeah, yeah no. I, I've only ever had some some standard ass flavors that I get at the Aldi, like a grapefruit and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like a Polar Pop. Is that the same people who make Polar Pop? Yep yeah
2: all the same because like it's got I the bear like, on it
1: yeah got the dang old bear, the bear on it they do like all kinds of like super neon blue pops and whatnot mm-hmm. and they i like it in a good old styrofoam container makes yeah. it really makes they it go make down a, easy
2: they make a good <laughs> ginger beer that i enjoy
1: do they yeah oh man i love a soda i like a damn pot hmm Wish it didn't kill you as much um,
3: <laughs> I feel like though in not drinking, I have craved like sweeter things mm. like at the end of my work day instead of like I had the shrub but we also have some of those um red ribbon sodas at work in the mid oh, gym. Oh, yeah mm. mm-hmm.
1: they do a nice in job
3: spot, and I'm like I never drink soda this this that much
1: yeah but see I'm a big root beer boy I love a root mm-hmm. beer. God damn, I love a root beer, cream soda, uh, sarsaparilla, um, and I and I, I love that. Especially if I can go get like a good like Italian sub and have a fucking root beer with it. Hot damn, that's a good lunch. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what's that? What's that quote from? I don't even know what movie it is, but uh, me and my bro, me and uh, my friend used to always say this, which was, uh, "Oh." Uh, uh, grilled cheese and a weak cup of tea that's the best lunch in my book i don't (laughs) remember what it was from
3: (laughs) you're like whispering you're like whistling through your teeth on that too
1: yeah It was some old guy quote from a show or something. I don't remember.
2: I thought you were gonna say, uh, "Give me a Diablo sandwich and a Dr Pepper and make it <laughs> quick." I'm in a goddamn hurry. <laughs> I'm
1: in a goddamn hurry. <laughs> um, no, this was from. I don't remember. I mean, might I don't think it was a Simpsons quote, but it's something like that. It might. Uh, that, that could be yeah. a Simpsons or a Family Guy. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think it was a card. But in any case, I love an old. I love old man shit. You know what I mean? You know me. I mm-hmm. like a. I like a cardigan. Mm-hmm. i like a good old-fashioned lager beer mm-hmm. and you know i like a i like a sarsaparilli um yeah all right what are you drinking
2: <laughs> yeah all right yeah all right well then i'll make you happy for a change <laughs> yeah. brian yeah yeah no don't don't toy with my emotions <laughs> i'm drinking a Rathhaus. oh Rothhouse pills what? no not the pills oh no not the pills it was all blurry what yeah you i got? know it's all this fucking camera don't focus right no it's the mm. ice apple mm, the, the okay. icicles martin Mer-
1: yeah that's mm. a good one mm. yeah. i love their beer and that that roth pills when it's fresh Ooh, goddamn killer just a killer surprise surprise uh i am also drinking a pills but i'm drinking a little uh one of these guys a little pikeland pills mm-hmm. uh, because that's what i damn old have actually i was right. planning on Classic. going yeah, I was planning on going to uh, Creekside today, getting some beer, ran out of time, going to try to do it tomorrow. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I was at the brewery pair um, of uh, Pittsburgh spot last night for a little meeting and I was on my way home and I was like, dang, I need to get headed out of here. They had a new, new stocking cap, you know, a little beanie, grabbed me a beanie. I was like, you know what, give me a six pack of them pills before we go because I need <laughs> some pills in my life right now. Um yeah so uh that's it right we're about to get into this dang old flick
2: yeah yeah nothing too special about the beers we're drinking they're just fucking loggies down the down the chute
1: (laughs) drinking some loggies
2: meg's over here uh we did not
1: clarify if you have been listening meg's doing dry january
3: Silence. Like, no one. Yep. Everyone at home is clapping for me. Like, they're really excited Because I just did this, just like, in- I just
1: did this kind of, like, head turn. Like, isn't she special? Mm-hmm. Um,
3: isn't that nice?
1: Oh, isn't that nice? Isn't that cute? Isn't that cute? You get your merit badge for not drinking booze. I do. I get a patch at
3: the end of the month. I'm going to sew it onto a vest. Nice. It's pretty sick. Nice. You don't get one.
2: Joe Brandon sending out patches for everybody in January. (laughs) Joe Brandon.
1: (laughs) Joe Brandon out here sending out precipitation pro trophies. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Anyway, guys, let's get into uh, uh, just a real old classic flick. And guys, I um, this makes perfect sense, but I did not realize this. I've probably seen this movie. This might be the third time. Um, this is a good, like, hanging out, getting super baked with some friends, throw on in the background type of movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've probably seen Munchies probably three times. Is this, have you guys, is this your first experience with Munchies? Steve, I'm going to assume no.
2: Actually, no. It's the first time I've seen this. Really? Okay. Yeah. I cool. feel like I feel like you know some people they only have so much room in their world for like little mm-hmm. little guys movies and like so <laughs> yeah everybody has room Steve's for gremlins. A, Steve's a big guys? guy. Steve Steve's a big guy. He's real anti little. Yeah. He's
1: talked about this in the past. He doesn't respect short sure people. It's not at all.
2: <laughs> but so like everybody has room in their heart for gremlins. Yes. And then like you kind of only go down one or two other lanes and it's like I was a critters. So I didn't have room for other little guys in my life. She was like, in you, the critters. You did. You've seen the ghoulies.
1: Come on, I'm sure you've seen I gooleys. No, I've seen
2: ghoulies for sure, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I've made At room seen in my a hob Have
1: hobgoblin? Yeah,
2: yeah but okay. that's but that's also that falls under mystery science theater and they push that onto me oh okay yeah yeah that so, was a very good episode yeah uh, that was a good episode i don't uh, i have never seen hobgoblins on its own
1: i have guys uh that's i wear that as a as a, as a badge of honor mm-hmm. meg have you seen munchies before is this your first is this your first, this first uh, go, trip y'all. down munchie lane <laughs> um, <laughs> yep,
3: this first time is... down trip down munchie lane That
1: sounds like your first time with a woman. (laughs) Like that's your
0: first time like (laughs) lesbian
2: experience. Trip down Munchie Lane. I went on down the Munchie Tan.
3: <laughs> went down the Munchie <laughs> Tan. Um, yeah, I don't think we it, can not make jokes like that <laughs> this entire episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, hmm. um, Munchie uh, Munchies is uh, from uh, the year of our Lord nineteen hundred eighty seven. I did not realize when I started saying this at the beginning and then got off on a tangent. But the the thing that I was surprised to learn this time well, it's the first time I think I've really paid attention to Munchies. It's an easy movie to just. Look at your phone while it's on. Yeah. it's the first time I really paid close attention to it and saw some some pretty interesting things. And one of them is I didn't realize, but it makes perfect sense that this is a Roger Corman flick. Oh, yeah. 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 I I just never (laughs) I just never had any reason to figure out who produced this movie or pay attention to the credits. But this is, of course, uh, a Roger Corman flick. Um, Not surprising there. Uh, It is full on. We're going to try to cash
2: in real quick on the whole gremlins craze see Mm. and we could maybe get into it later in the episode but mm-hmm. I feel like I've been forming a number of conspiracy theories around this film <laughs> okay? because of all the things I've noticed and saw as I watched it, even though it was my first time, there's a whole bunch of things that just like stuck out like sore thumbs. There's to some me. weird little Easter eggs in this movie. Yeah. And then sure. I, and then I got deeper into it and I found more things. <laughs> oh, well you probably found more things than I did. I just kind of spotted
1: some, you know, out of the corner of my eye mm. in the background of a couple of things, which I'm sure we'll talk about yeah. here. But, um, in any case, uh, yeah, so we're, uh, listen, I have absolutely no desire to go plot point by plot point with this no. movie. Uh, I will mm-hmm. say that it has a tremendous cast. None of them are like, probably only one you will immediately recognize, um, which is Harvey Corman, who, uh, you will know from a lot of like Mel Brooks movies. He was in Blazing Saddles, mm-hmm. he plays Headley Headley Lamar in Blazing Saddles, which is, you know, one of his kind of the, the main villain he's hilarious you know he's been in uh, tons of different things i think he was on the carol burnett show um he's he's just he's a he's a fantastic um comedian and and, and comic actor and he's fucking hilarious and he plays the 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 main the the father of the protagonist and the main antagonist in this movie in a wig and it's fucking hilarious <laughs> um he makes the whole movie he, really
3: i know i was gonna say he might have been as much as i like hated him through the whole film you know and like in yeah. a way i was yeah. like he was hilarious lines yeah most ridiculous yeah. I, I was into
1: it Well, this is the thing I like about him in this movie is he's one of these guys that's going to just, he's going to give a great performance. He's not going to phone it in. He's not going to be a dick and just go like, I'm here for the paycheck. He's going to be funny because it's just, he's in in his bones is being funny. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, you know, even from the beginning, <laughs> just dumb shit. Where it's like the opening scene. You know, it's all about his his son, who's this like wannabe comedian asshole, and like he really doesn't do anything or accomplish anything in the whole movie. Um, but <laughs> the Harvey Corman, who's the dad, is is like a, a some sort of like kind of less reputable, I would say, archaeologist of sorts, who is all about <laughs> trying to do, like uh, uncover you know he thinks like Machu Picchu is an alien like control tower and all this
2: wild shit he's a, he's so. a frequent art bell caller is what he is <laughs> Yeah,
1: he does he would be called he would be he would be coast to coast a.m. at fucking four in the morning <laughs> on there all day long Um, but yeah he but he apparently has some 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 money or some connections because he goes out and tries to find you know evidence of aliens or whatever right Um, but in the opening scene where you get introduced to them and the son who I didn't write his name down that's how much i couldn't stand this character or this actor <laughs> uh what's his name in the movie do you have it up is it paul i think it might have been i mean it's if it's paul, paul yeah. if it's not paul it's michael yeah. or something you know what i mean yeah, he's paul. just yeah paul is like shooting uh he, he wants to be a comedian he couldn't be less funny um but he has a little camcorder and he's you know taking film or whatever and harvey corman is talking about He's kind of talking to him, and he has a baseball glove, and he's like throwing a baseball in it, but he's got the glove on the wrong hand.
0: (laughs) It's just such a stupid little gag.
1: That just like I don't know why they just you know it's just some of these things.
2: He didn't have to do that. He's just being just being silly. I just being an old silly guy. Just a quick right back to mystery science theater though. Every (laughs) time Paul is on screen and trying to be funny. I just hear the mystery science theater. You're not funny. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Oh my God. He's trying to be this, this eighties up guy, right? Like he's, you know, he's trying to be like, you know, Jerry Seinfeld or Paul Reiser or something. He's trying to be one of these guys mm-hmm. and it's just painful. Um, because he's also trying to be kind of a heartthrob likable guy. And he's just none of these things.
2: Yeah. Um, he but, he is the most non-threatening protagonist I think we've had, mm-hmm. and you can definitely tell that like, uh, uh his girlfriend Cindy, like yeah. she's the alpha. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she and she's actually really funny and like charismatic, which just makes him seem more like like a a head of fucking light iceberg lettuce. Mm-hmm. Like he just is. a nothing performer i know i'm just like really digging in on this guy but he's so bad Uh, but it almost adds to it because like he just like for them to it just i guess in contrast makes everything else so much wilder because he's just nothing right but uh yeah this one i would say even though the characters the titular munchies they do not look anything like gremlins or or, or 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 anything they they talk just like them and i think this is mm-hmm. perhaps the most unabashed attempted ripoff of any of the you know you tiny pair subgenres
3: what it like actually, actually reminded me of was just like a racist poor impersonation of an asian person like <laughs> well, <laughs> early on
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. like, yeah.
3: like <laughs>
1: which it was it was ripping off gizmo like he was yeah. trying to
2: sound like just right. like gizmo well, yeah, uh, well but hold I feel on like all i heard was that hold on you're saying he's trying to sound. It's literally the same voice actor.
1: Oh, is it okay? Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot yeah. of sense. They literally they literally so, went out and
2: got the same guy. Yeah, the original oh, the funny. original voice actor for uh, Gremlins was Frank Welker, and like you mm-hmm. can look into his. Uh, he, oh, he's a big name he, yeah, guy. Yeah, he's the most yeah. one of the most prolific voice actors ever. But he like he did
1: a bunch of like Hanna Barbera stuff mm-hmm. too, didn't he? He's yeah. done a ton of stuff. He's, he's
2: been playing Fred and Scooby for like the past decade or so if not more mm-hmm. but yeah. uh so you can kind of hear it in the voices uh you can definitely hear him doing mogwai in the beginning and he's oh, also yeah. when
1: he's in the mm-hmm. little when he's in the bag yeah. it sounds it's
2: straight up gizmo right oh, and yeah. then the other voice that comes <laughs> no. in that he yeah, that was like cute yeah the <laughs> other voice that comes in that like is very clear is dr claw is it- yeah which is another one he did he did in dr Claw. Next claude. time gadget yeah next time <laughs> yeah. yeah so like if you listen the the, the main kind of bad munchie after they get split up is yeah. like is doing dr claude it's exactly dr Claw. so oh my god that's yeah. so funny i did that 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 makes that makes this mo- it makes me
1: like this movie even more mm-hmm. like it, it, yeah that it's dr Claw. oh man i th- there's no character as a child that mm-hmm. i just like I desperately wanted to know what Dr. Claw looked like. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then they look, had the
2: I, they had the action figure. And when they released the action figure, they put like a fucking piece of paper or something in front of it. So you had to buy it to find out.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I've looked it, I've looked it up wow. and it's
2: disappointing. It is. But
1: as a kid, I was like, fuck, Dr. Claw, what's he look like? That voice. You know, so so you know, you get introduced here to to Paul and what's Paul's girlfriend's name?
2: Cindy. Cindy. Paul and
1: Cindy. Cindy's like fairly, you know, like I said, she's pretty funny. She's like the personality and I think Maybe the I mean maybe I'm giving him too Much benefit of the doubt here but It almost seems like Paul wants to be The funny one mm-hmm. but Cindy Without trying is even funnier Is way funnier than him
2: right and I don't Know
1: if that's written into the characters I'm gonna guess no
2: it was I would Guess but, no as well I would just yeah. guess That everybody else can act <laughs> they like can act around The person playing Paul yeah because mm. the person Playing Paul uh let me look at he only did like 19 things well i thought i knew him from something i was like oh he's been in a
1: bunch of stuff and then i looked him up and i'm like no he just looks like other people because he's done jack
2: shit Mm -hmm. yeah he played just like a lot of you know tertiary characters but like Mm -hmm. so cindy before munchies she was in the original critters Mm -hmm. yep and then played mm -hmm.
1: the 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 sister was she the sister what
2: was she in critters Uh, She played April. So, yeah,
1: I'm trying to remember. I don't remember the names, but I yeah. Anyway, yeah, I remember she was in Craters.
2: Yeah, but like, I mean, she's she did a bunch of other stuff. And so, like, she's Mm -hmm. obviously, you know, uh, I'm assuming she's a better actor. And then she just gave it up to be like a producer. But then like, yeah then you also have harvey corman and like when paul has to share most of his scenes with harvey corman he looks like ass <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he
1: couldn't be less of he j- like i said he might as well be a fucking cardboard cutout in yeah
2: scenes <laughs> so yeah and uh, you know it's a it's a hallmark of uh, roger corman films that you just kind of get who's willing to work yeah so. <laughs> yeah it's it's all
1: right let's not worry about balancing these things out yeah. matching energy no it's no. just who, who who's gonna do it for the least amount of money and the and can fit in between two movies basically right like harvey corbin pray two other projects going on they're like i listen if you come out for four days i will pay you this amount of money and he was like all right fuck it mm-hmm. you know that's how that's how roger corbin gets all yeah. his actors
2: and then um, he ha- then he has like a bunch of his own like people that he calls out that just like Mm -hmm. always show up in Corman movies. So like he has those hands. He has the people who are willing to just do shit for money. And then he'll put a little bit of money into an actor which is Harvey Corman for this (laughs) film. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. That is the that is the recipe for for the cast of virtually every uh, Corman flick. But um, I love the the fake commercials in this Mm -hmm. like that. That makes the whole thing. Um, And and they're also of course starring uh, 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 Harvey Corman uh, Cecil, yeah, Har- well, yeah, yeah. yeah well, Cecil Harvey Korman, yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. Cecil is the bad brother. He plays two brothers. One's the the weird guy who wants to prove aliens exist, and the other one is this like kind of like wannabe snack tycoon, but he's like a bad guy. Anyway, my favorite one by far. They're all really good, but one is when he's talking about his like steak, you know, his steakhouse that he owns, mm-hmm. and he's like this steaks, and then he turns to the. The guy who's a patron, his family is sitting there eating and he goes, this steak's so tender, it doesn't even taste like beef. It's so weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what does it <that> even mean?
1: <laughs> well, because I think the idea is that it's 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 like nuclear waste because that's what he does you learn uh, it later yeah. is he just he presses yeah. nuclear waste he he quote unquote like neutralizes it or whatever and then he just turns it into like filler for foodstuffs and that's why he owns like the snack company and this beef jerky company and like all this shit and i uh, I think the assumption is supposed to be that he does that at his steakhouse too
2: yeah i it's it's weird though because I mean like a technology like that, that could mm-hmm. neutralize all the poisons mm-hmm. of, you know, Agent Orange and or radiation, radiation or and all whatever. that kind yeah. of shit. Like, he should be lauded for, like, making, you know, recycle and reuse. Like, <laughs> like th- there's there's a definite anti-corporatism and anti-capitalist nature yep. to this film. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, Cecil on top of, like, owning all these different businesses in town. he yeah. He has this weird Elvis fetish as well.
1: Yeah. Or this like it's it's Elvis uh, meets like this almost um, Tim Burton ish mid century kitsch type of thing, Mm -hmm. because it almost feels like like the neighborhood in Edward Scissorhands or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like they they drive a pink, like old, you know, pointy Cadillac. Right. Well, like whatever Elvis, it is you know. and shit. yeah, well, yeah, I know like yeah. Elvis and he's got the he's got like the fucking rhinestones
2: on his suit and mm-hmm. shit like that. But. And then like it's it's one of my favorite details of this movie, even on first mm-hmm. watch. But it's so weird because it has like a, a legitimate make sense. Backstory is like he's obsessed with Elvis and then for whatever reason, he wants to spy on his brother and his brother's family. But Mm -hmm. the spy He
1: wants to own his property. Yeah, he wants to own his property. Mm -hmm. So he's like constantly
2: spying to try to buy the property. But like the one thing he gives him, he gives him an Elvis statue and the microphone (laughs) is bugged and like that just totally Mm -hmm. makes sense like that's that's the only reason why that thing would exist in that house is it was a gift but it was also a spying device and it's like they didn't need to set all that up but like you just look at the rest of his life with the pink cadillac his wife is named melvis
0: (laughs) (laughs) didn't even pick up what her name was yeah Yeah.
2: his wife's name is melvis and then he has just a bunch of elvis shit around and then he has like the Mm. bad pompadour hair so right oh yeah.
1: Yeah, um, which the wig like slides down his mm-hmm. forehead. Yeah. And so, yeah, <laughs> um, wh- uh, you say so you're introduced to them, you know, introduced to uh, his uh, Cecil stepson. So his wife's
2: son, which they just called dude. But didn't
3: they um, say he was adopted and
2: he was yeah. also he like- was also already a stepson.
3: Yes, she yeah. adopted
2: yeah.
1: him, and then now he's mm-hmm. he's Cecil's adopted stepson. So there's, like, no blood
2: relation between anybody <laughs> no. in the house.
1: <laughs> no, and he's, like, a real shitbird, and he's, like, he's, like, a hippie, just, like, wants to get high and listen to the dead and play uh, hacky sack and shit. Um, and Cecil's, like, this, like, industrialist, like, you know, super greedy, uh, uh, you know, guy who's all about, you know, get-rich-quick schemes kind of thing so mm-hmm. they're obviously at odds with
2: one another but th- that actor had a wild 1987 as well because he did munchies and then did full metal jacket
1: <laughs> no shit yeah was he one of the soldiers in he was, he was one of the
2: soldiers in uh the vietnam section of full metal jacket
1: okay yeah okay yeah he's bad he's not good no <laughs> He's be- In this movie, like, I don't remember what character, I mean, you know, Full Metal Jacket, I imagine he did a better job. He's fucking hot trash in this mm-hmm. movie. He's not funny. He struggles to deliver lines like it- he just is really bad. Yeah, you get introduced to this like cop like who's just um, he is the like young uh, like f- wannabe fascist try hard cop in town that looks like a kid wearing his dad's uniform and probably is Mm -hmm. because his dad is the chief of police who his dad is (laughs) pete and pete's dad Mm -hmm. from the adventures of pete and pete (laughs) um and uh and he's just like a psycho he just wants to like you know Baton people and give them tickets and shit like that.
3: Uh, the dad, like as the cop, the mm. only thing like through map. This happened later in the film where he was playing mini golf, but like <laughs> yeah. in his uniform with yeah. his helmet. I, and with everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like these little silly things that you're just like these feel so eccentric, but. Sp- perfectly fit here
1: i mean the whole mini golf sequence is so fun and we'll, we'll get to that because we're. i mean it really nothing jack shit basically there's two fun scenes early then a bunch of not nothing and then they get to the mini golf and then it's fun again there's a lot of good like slapstick and dumb lines in this one of the ones i like uh is that the asshole son cop you know and he pulls over paul and and uh cindy and he's giving them this whole spiel and he's dumb as a fucking box of so they're they're kind of fucking with them and saying that like oh her dad's a cia agent and they're <laughs> trying to do something special. And he's getting all excited because he thinks he's going to be able to get you know involved in some cia bullshit or whatever and then they take off and he's like boy if she wasn't so cute i'd mace her yeah <laughs> <Just> <laughs> such, a, such a fucked up but weird line but and then uh you know the other funny thing was um Cecil um constantly smacking dude around mm-hmm. like just beating the shit out of him just casually <laughs> like every time he'll doing the like multiple quick smacks to the face
2: <laughs> like, and this is like I, I I love this whole exchange because like mm-hmm. this is where you see like Harvey Corman is like a real legitimate actor because it starts with him feeding the fish and dude mm-hmm. asks him for 500 bucks and just the way he turns around he's <laughs> so annoyed and he's flicking the last amounts of fish food off his fingernails at dude. It's just it's just the small little things that makes you go, oh, he's a real yeah. actor, and everybody yeah, else is yeah. standing around with their thumbs up their ass. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like, to, I mean, to say he carries
1: these scenes is is, is such an understatement. Um, but and then I love just how completely bonkers and stupid it gets. But again, Harvey Korman, like he just fucking sticks it out yeah like they do the whole thing about how you know hey you stupid asshole you're not even he's like haven't i always treated you like a son he's like but i'm a stepson. he's like haven't i always treated you like a
0: stepson
2: yeah
1: yeah you have treated me like a stepson you know and then and he's
2: the entire time he's wrapping a telephone cord around his neck
1: yes yeah. he's, so this is what it goes so crazy he's slapping him around he knees him in the balls he's wrapping a telephone cord around his neck and then finally he says you know basically he he has gotten his hands on he's went over and stolen the munchie which the munchie the original munchie has a name it's like arnold i think it is or something yeah it's like named that. Arnold, after the yeah. pig on
2: green acres so yeah it's, that's it's right because
1: because yeah. paul's all obsessed with like fifties and sixties sitcoms or whatever. Yeah. So he, he names it Arnold and he, uh, he says, you know, he, he says, Cecil has, has stolen it, uh, from his brother's house and says, Hey, you got to stay here and watch it. And basically dudes, the, you know, dudes like, well, you know, what if I, you know, don't, or, Hey, I, I, I want to, I, I'm supposed to go to the Hacky sack festival or some bullshit, <laughs> and Harvey Corman just points a gun in his face. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's like so over the top. Uh,
1: just like he's a bad guy. He goes from like just kind of being like dismissive and like talking down to his stepson to slapping him knee him in the balls to wrapping a cord around his neck to just point a gun in his face because he doesn't <laughs> want to watch his little monster it's just so fucking out, uh, it's so out of control um but uh oh yeah i also i forgot to bring this up um we do we do at least hear where it is heavily insinuated a munchie is jerking off at one point
2: yeah what well more than one point <laughs> it actually happens a couple times
1: does it? Yeah. I'm thinking of the one when they're in Paul. Paul, he's with Paul and Cindy, and they're hiding him in the bag, and he gives him like a porno mag, mm-hmm. and then in the background you just see the whole thing
2: like moving around. It's like can hear him. breathing too? Yeah, yeah. It's like little munchie jacking off in the bag. It's so weird. But then they then it ends with an achu. As if like we yeah. like that's how we saved the PG thirteen rating or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was just a sneeze, but it also like was heavily insinuated yeah. that he
2: that the little munchie came. Right, <laughs> like, it's just like so fucking weird. Because then it also um, tries to get into bed with him later.
1: Oh yeah, so that's it's like,
2: he's he's seen lady pussy now he's out for it. <laughs> Now he's now he's, he looking to to <laughs> he's looking to go to Munchtown. He's looking to go to Munchtown. They don't call me a munchie for nothing. Yum, 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 yum.
1: Um, anyway, the, uh, the foreplay between Paul and Cindy is nauseating. Yeah. Like they're just doing bits. Yeah. In, bed, I, in like a mm-hmm. child's bed. I
2: thought <laughs> for just like a little bit, it was possible that Cindy was a lesbian and yeah and that paul was her beard because he was completely non-threatening and mm. he doesn't know how to sex so he's not subjecting yeah. her to anything really weird <laughs>
1: yeah yeah like, he's not he, he just wants to do like tummy sticks yeah and, like <laughs> like he's, he's like, we, a weird man child like yeah. he
2: soaks and then he also like plays <laughs> with soaks. you know ray, ray guns that he has and that's about it <laughs> he soaks like a mormon
1: yeah um <laughs> The other thing was uh, that was pretty pretty good about this scene I noticed in the background, which I didn't notice before, was did you see on the lamp the uh, Halloween Three skull mask?
2: Oh no, I missed that. I saw like an Evil is, Dead poster in there.
1: Yeah, the the Halloween Three skull. I mean, and not not like a skull mask that looks like the Halloween Three mm-hmm. skull mask. It is the mask. Like I went as far as to like look up a still image on uh, on the Google's, and yeah. it is the exact mask. Um, Which was kind of an interesting little little Easter egg. But yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually you get to see the munchies and you're expecting gizmo. You know what I mean? But it's not. It's like a weird little hairy man with hair (laughs) slicked back. But then they also have like a almost a Star Wars looking um, like robe and Belt and like bandolier yeah. kind of thing on. It's so fucking weird. This
2: is, this is again another Corman Hallmark. I can't mm-hmm. tell you where this came from, but I guarantee it came from another production. That it, oh, yeah. that it was built for something else. The movie probably fell through or mm-hmm. they gathered up a couple things. Like they somebody found the Jawa costumes from Star Wars and slapped yeah, it, it is, on, it's on a fucking, Jawa.
1: It's it's a little Jawa outfit. Yeah. Hmm. And then slapped yeah.
2: it on whatever fucking puppet they had for some other thing. Yeah. And maybe repainted it.
1: <laughs> and when you say puppet, it is a literal hand puppet, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in the same way that the cat from uninvited is a, is a, <laughs> a puppet. 10, yeah. yeah. Um,
3: Unapologetically.
1: Yes, it is a hand puppet that, like a child would operate. It's not like an animatronic or something like that. And and you get into the se. Have you guys seen the sequel? The which I I even am hard pressed to call it a sequel because it has almost nothing to do with the movie at all. And it's not Roger Corman. And it's 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 uh, 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 it's what's his name? The guy who did uh, uh, what's his last name? Search for the W. Um, the director. Uh, Jim. Uh. Wynorski. Okay. yes, does the sequel, which is just called Munchie, mm. and oh. and they turn it, they try to turn it into like a family kid comedy. Oh, mm. um, and they apparently Munchie's this one was like a moderate VHS success, which of course that's how Corman made all his money, right? But he, uh, they tried to like repackage it um as a yeah like kid comedy you know ET e- 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 meets the garbage pail kids kind of <laughs> weird <laughs> thing um in like 92 i want to say um and the character is supposed to be a munchie and they literally promote it as the sequel to like the VHS smash hit munchies oh okay that would be but it's not the weird th- so here l- listen to this bullshit it's not I mean, this movie isn't scary at all. It's 100% a comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, The movie Munchie, the se- quote unquote sequel, is not even categorized as horror. It is just supposed to be, you know, like, uh, like m- marketed in the same way like Mac and Me or yeah. something like that was marketed. Mm-hmm. But it's way scarier. Because huh. the character is so weird and they give it a much more expressive face. And it mm. looks like, it looks like, not Crash Bandicoot, but what was that other, Bubsy. You remember Bubsy? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking at he, it now
2: because mm. you can also find this on Tubi as well. Uh, mm. It They do actually list it as horror. So Really?
1: Because mm, yeah. I, I remember, I watched it, not maybe in the last five years, and I remember it being like more like trying to be et-ish or whatever but Mm. uh, anyway i do remember one other thing about it which is what makes it so creepy oh god is the munchie there's only one of them that I remember, at least for the majority of the movie. Yeah. It's voiced by Dom DeLuise. Yeah. And he does a real weird job. And I love Dom DeLuise. He's hilarious. Yeah. But he does a real weird job. Interesting. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, like kind of talks like kind of creepy. Um, he's got these like
3: Fonz know. vibes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It's like if it. Bubsy from like Bubsy
1: 3D <laughs> also kind of cross paths with like. A T-bird. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it was. If Bubsy was like on the off-Broadway version of Grease, like yeah. that's where it, that's
3: where it is. <laughs> yeah, it's I, fucking weird. And then I'm there was just another one. About what happened in this time of like our existence? Because we were all super young when this was mm-hmm. all happening. We had like stuff like Elf, mm-hmm. like all the things you guys mentioned. Like yeah. why, why, why was this being pushed so? Well, because it's because of
1: E. T. And E. T. Was um, such an enormous mm-hmm. cultural touch point that for years after that everyone wanted to create a kid's little alien buddy everyone had to end up alien monster whatever but you had to have a little you had to be but a little kid's cute but also a little bit weird
2: buddy for kids Mm -hmm. yeah and and so that's what this one actually was still produced by roger corman as well
1: oh i didn't think i didn't realize he had anything to do with it
2: yeah executive producer meaning he fronted the money because he saw the 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 ability to make more vhs sales off this shit and then yeah, yeah, yeah. also just an interesting note on the the uh, uh, uh angus scrim from the phantasm mm-hmm. films hall man yeah he's in yeah. The, he's in munchie as well so check that remember trash that, out now i'm gonna go check it out
1: again <laughs> it's a real dumb movie but it's weird and it's it's a fun watch it's like munchies it's a fun watch like it's dumb yeah. and horrible, but like check it out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think we're at the point we we get it now. We get the the, the munchies. They get if you cut one in half, it grows more munchies. Yeah. Dude then, cuts one
1: up in yeah. with a knife, you know, with a little knife, and then they all just like ooze and stuff like that, and turn into like bubbly goo. But then they grow. Up, but they have out. They have uniforms on. Yeah, they still have the uniforms. <laughs> and they
3: all know each other.
1: Yeah, and they have right. friends. They're like, "Where you been, bro?" And they're like, "It's just doesn't make any sense." Like, oh, let's sense. go
3: grab a beer, buddy. One of yeah. them's
2: named Rudy too.
3: <laughs> like, yeah, they what? know their names already.
2: <laughs> yeah
1: do you think it's like one of those things where like they it's like predetermined you know what their split off you know personalities are going to be so it's like are they lived bring inside them already
3: into this now or is every episode <sighs> gonna touch on this
1: listen all i'm saying is all munchies <laughs> go to heaven <laughs>
3: I don't
2: think they go anywhere. No, yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, I think they stay in the statue
1: and then. <laughs> oh yeah, well we haven't gotten that far, but yeah, they turn right. into statues when they get electrocuted. Guys, yeah. don't ask questions. We'll get there.
2: Don't ask. But yeah. this is where we get our first like real. Uh, uh, this is a Gremlins ripoff. Roger Corman is out there just to steal and make money because mm-hmm. they set off on a road trip in an AMC Gremlin. Yeah, yeah, and then in- the gremlin's mm. license plate also says "Oh Gizmo."
1: Oh, I didn't mm. see the license plate. I, I that did out. see that, that it's a gremlin because even the the old lady, which is maybe my favorite scene in the movie, where the old lady who she's yeah. been in a bunch of stuff. I think mm-hmm. she's she's from uh wasn't she in the Wedding Singer? Yeah, like, she's the rapping granny in Wedding Singer. She's the rapping oh, yeah. rap granny and the re- Wedding Singer. She's been in a bunch of stuff.
3: I she has why she has all those little like what are the like little. Well, what, I don't know what kind of like little firecracker thing they're called like
1: uh, like I don't know I don't know I, we should I just throw them at their
3: windshield what are those called yeah
1: like little popper things
3: yeah I'm like how does granny like have them
1: mm, I don't know granny mm-hmm. gets down why does she have like a fucking like 70s muscle car that's true.
2: Um, <laughs> she knows how to but, drive it too, because it's made of steel and it'll keep her safe. <laughs>
1: well, and that's the thing that that, that she kind of jokes. She makes something something about like, I'm not going to let a somebody you know a, a car made by American Motor Company do that to me or something yeah. like that. Like she Might makes some run reference off the road about by that.
2: an American Motors Company car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Um But uh, you know, this is probably my favorite, one of my favorite scenes, which is where the the Doctor Claw Gremlin puts a shotgun out the window of their or not he's not a gremlin he's a munchie out the window of their gremlin (laughs) blasts several times the car and then makes it explode Mm -hmm. and then that's where my favorite line in the whole movie is is we're the munchies yeah (laughs) (laughs) I love that in this movie they use the phrase we're the munchies yeah 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 hey we're the munchies Hey, that's us I that's what we do a
3: t-shirt that says "We're the munchies but it's brian's face on it <laughs> stuffing it with snacks
1: and i'm just sitting there like this into the microphone going
3: yeah exactly mm, got mm, it mm. i will kill you
1: <laughs> steve if steve cut this out I am eating right now. I'm um, 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 but he's going to try to cut this out, but he can't, or this part won't make sense. now um, <laughs> um, um, um. I'm a munchie. I like to munch. That's what I said. Steve always makes get, gets mad at me for eating on the show, but I am a real life munchie. I need to be munching, mm-hmm. especially while mm-hmm. watching munchies. Mm-hmm. He needs just to get candy wrappers and shit all over my desk. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> he needs to go to Munch Town. <laughs> I got I live I live on the, on the highway to Munchtown baby yeah so so th- 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 that's one of my favorite scenes I mean it's just it makes no fucking sense they explode the old lady's car um yeah there's so much gunplay oddly in this movie yeah <laughs> which you wouldn't expect well I think we already skipped over the part where the munchies hold Paul and Cindy like at gunpoint and then Cindy decides to do like a Bugs Bunny style like strip tease thing to like <laughs> distract them. Yeah. But then Paul just goes up and puts a trash can over them and then they're just like, Well, that's that movie over. And then of course they just blow the trash can off because it's like what what the fuck is a trash can gonna do? It's right. just it's, well, it's such even a metal weird Looney. No, it was literally like a rubber made trash can. And it is just I mean, it is it's a Looney Tunes bit,
2: literally. This is this is where it fucking gets boring though because like after this like nothing happens (laughs) well and there's Mm -hmm. so many scenes through this like middle part that just
1: go on exponentially longer than they should Mm -hmm. but they're just padding it out but
3: I understand this entire like next sequence though because uh, they're just being rascals, you know, I just I just get it. I know. And now, Meg we're just, gets we're just, that rascal culture. We're just, we're just showcasing the rascal culture.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, Meg's, you know, Meg's on a big rascal advocacy kick in 2023.
2: Does, it's her resolution. <laughs> it's her 2023 resolution. She's a rascal, yeah. I'm going to be a rascal. So she gets these guys she knows that they're being rascals they're being rude mm-hmm. uh you know they're shooting guns they're harassing mm-hmm. old women they're biting mm-hmm. people little lo- people looking at pornography <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah just doing classic rascal diary, behavior
3: i bit someone again <laughs> meg bit
1: somebody stole some porno mags ran somebody off the road <laughs> just all rascal shit yeah
2: <laughs> just knocked down I mean, a bunch of bikers how we
3: explain the yeah. next 20 minutes of this movie maybe 40 yeah. 30
2: yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's a good chunk of it it's just them doing little rascal shit and then the fucking uh paul and cindy chasing after him and cleaning up the cleaning up the Mess. It's not a car chase. It's more like a. It's, a, it's um, like a road trip movie. It, it turns into almost. Yeah, that's what uh, I was going to say. <laughs>
0: smoking almost like Bandit, almost. Smoking kind of the Bandit
2: or Cannonball yeah. Run, Mad, Mad, Mad World. It, it yes. turns into that kind of thing of like, yeah. We're going to chase the munchies across country. But
1: they're always one step <laughs> behind them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, they get to a place and they see a bunch of people like with their car like flipped over and they're all like in a pond or a
2: creek. And they're just mm-hmm. like, which
1: way did they go? And they all go that they all away. And they're like, that's where the munchies
2: went. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like a series of skits. Mm-hmm. You know, like more like I think it's more like Cannonball Runner, Cannonball Run 2. that They're yeah. just like a series of skits. And then you know, because we have the old ladies, we have the bikers, and then we get into just various businesses like the ice cream shop and the burger town and mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah, this is one of the time when
1: one of the times when the um, when the the captions read, I I believe it was in quote like in parentheses fast paced silly music playing <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe it was zany music it was like sure it was a weird adjective and I was like yeah that is literally that's exactly I what's also happening
3: hope that's on the record too mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. track one fast paced zany I actually music want to find a vinyl track two of this.
3: if someone mm-hmm. can help me out
1: just to get that really awesome like you want those clicks and hisses and the zany music <laughs> yeah you really want <laughs> yeah. the fidelity of the munchies yeah. or <laughs> <laughs> soundtrack. Can we have a real quick conversation about the dude's death? How did he die, or did he just get his ears hurt by loud music? I think did, what it, the fuck happened? Oh,
3: I feel like so weren't the munchies. I mean, in his they say house? he's
1: dead. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, so the one munchie, he's supposed to be watching, but he's, of course, not. He's just like listening to Grateful Dead. And...
3: I think he got his dick munched off, and I think no. he bled out. <laughs> like, that's how I. I
1: Interpreted because
3: they that's, didn't show it.
1: That's a more of a fanfic situation, yeah. like that's not even a little bit what happened. What happened was he was sitting like after he chopped up the one, the one munchie, and he's in pain because I think he got stabbed in the leg or some bullshit he got stabbed, happened. he got
2: bit, he got you know.
1: He was a little bit dicked up. Yeah. yeah. And he goes over and sits down in his in his, his listening chair, puts on his his headphones. And then now the one munchie that has now become like three or four munchies go over and turn his stereo the whole way up. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't he screams as if it's like destroying his brain, but he's making no effort to take the headphones off.
2: Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just lets it happen. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's such a lame well. Maybe scene. we
3: didn't see them like put glue on the headphones, and he couldn't.
2: This this well, is also yeah, in line with his character, though, because if you remember, Harvey Harvey Corman was trying to choke him with a telephone, and he didn't do anything <laughs> to stop that either. <laughs> That's yeah. true. He just is the He's type of guy oblivious. who just he just accepts
1: his, accepts his fate.
2: Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude might have been supposed to be calling a hotline. You know, yeah. in like logging on the better help, but no, he yeah. wasn't. He just, <laughs> let, yeah, it just let it to happen. Him. Yeah.
1: You know what? Yeah. Dude I mean uh, I want to go out there. The dude way. Ab- the, the dude abides <laughs> by all things that happened to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So so that that was a pretty stupid scene, especially after he was like he he was a big part of the first third of the movie. Yeah. And then they just give him this very unceremonious just scream with headphones on death
2: yeah maybe maybe literally he had to quit this film to go do Full Metal Jacket
1: yeah probably something like that happened where he's just like okay we're just gonna have to make it seem like that part killed him because we don't have that guy anymore I got hired by Kubrick fuck off nerds
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly
1: I'm going to be on a Kubrick film he put on fucking some shades and rode off on a motorcycle
2: yeah just double guns middle fingers as he left absolutely not I'm doing not doing this anymore (laughs) Uh, yeah um i did like the uh
1: the scene where um you know when it right off the bat when he he you know dude starts mixing it up with the one munchie and he gets just a rifle like where the pool cues should be by the pool table Mm -hmm. it's just rifles yes (laughs) not in a case nothing (laughs) just like and it made made it like led me to believe that maybe they play pool with rifles instead of cues sure <laughs> well, why they not? replaced yeah.
3: the cues with the rifles you know
2: yeah or maybe Multi-A they're mixed press. in maybe they're mixed in <laughs>
3: or maybe, maybe it's like one of those like hidden cue things where like they just pull it out of like the barrel oh i see mm. it's like one of those you know, things like, where you got like like a, a cane yeah with a knife like, in it
1: my, my my cousin used to have a pool cue that that screwed in as a cane Oh, oh, okay. So he bought it. At, okay. He bought it at. He bought it at a, uh, a, a flea market or something like that. So
3: all of these things are probable, is what you're telling me.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then you know he would be when we go down to the bowling alley to play pool he would bring that down there with him like he was a cool guy. Oh. Uh,
2: turns out, not cool. So, um, but, he, so he, he was not like Uncle Phil in that episode of Fresh Prince where he hustled.
1: Oh, where he schools everybody? Yeah. yeah. He was not um, like that? Yeah. No, he okay. was not like that. He was the opposite of that. Little tiny white kid who wasn't very good and, like, not cool at all. Um, but uh, another good line related to Dude that I had to write down was um, when... Cecil is telling Melvis or whatever his wife's name is like basically like why'd you adopt dude he's like he's a dumbass and she's like well, I guess I felt sorry for him because he was so ugly and stupid
2: yeah
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like yeah. There's, there's, and again that might just be after he's left set to go that's beyond Full Metal just, Jacket through like that's fuck what this I'm guy thinking
1: When it was after he left they were like we're gonna throw that Because he bailed on us yeah. I, I, I'd be so tickled To learn that that's exactly what happened <laughs> What an asshole that guy is <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah that guy's a piece of shit
1: Let's call him ugly and stupid Let's like literally rewrite this part of the script Yeah <laughs> oh. I, I, I say like the the best thing about the munchies, like the thing that differentiates them from from some of these other one, you know, tiny terror type of characters is that they speak perfect English mm-hmm. like they don't speak in like broken like one words or noises. They speak full on English. Mm-hmm. They have conversations with one another like there's no like pantomiming things. It's just like they just talk to each other. Well, no, pantomiming so is a lot of so that's a lot. That's a lot of puppet work. Pantomiming.
0: <laughs> well, that's kind of that. what
1: the no, but that's <laughs> kind of what the gremlins do a little bit. Like they do a lot of like physical communication body Oh yeah not not pantomiming, more like you know uh uh like uh body
2: communication. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're language, saying, yeah. but also still these puppets aren't equipped to do that. So they no, had not. better speak English.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, they they just have to talk because they're basically
1: like fucking, you know, lamb cho- They're basically like Daniel Tiger, you know, level yeah. puppets.
2: <laughs> yeah, whereas like in Gremlins, like Henrietta Sp- Pussycat level <laughs> puppets here. Whereas in like Gremlins, Spike would point at something And he would just, you know, like point a torch and be like, "Fire!" And then, like, everybody gets it, or like, "Oh, we're going to set something on fire." No, these have Mm -hmm. to say, "I'm Doctor Claw, and I'm going to shoot a gun at you." (laughs) (laughs) What if he actually says that? Because that's what's happening next. I'm Doctor Claw. (laughs) I'm Doctor Claw. (laughs) I I bet there's outtakes of him doing next time gadget. (laughs) (laughs) Next time gadget.
1: Um, Yeah, so we we do get, you know, you get the explanation of, you know, the toxic waste and, you know, Cecil kind of explaining that he's, you know, he I think he goes as far as to say that toxic waste is America's greatest resource. And he (laughs) and he makes all of his products out of toxic waste. And he also gets paid to like take it away mm-hmm. from like these factories and then he stores it in like these underground um you know caves or whatever and then he uses it for all manner of foodstuffs um this
3: kind of like honestly it's like cronenberg-esque i thought about it earlier and we just like kept moving so i didn't get to say it but uh it's mm. like whatever he's making has, like these especially like specifically crimes of the future yeah, yeah. yeah. Like with like the plastic oh, yeah. and stuff like eating the, bar. the mm-hmm.
1: plastic bars yeah yeah, yeah but mm-hmm. he's just feeding it it's like it's like across from that and like i don't know soylent green or something where they, they mm. don't know what they're eating and right. sustaining them uh because he has like all these commercials where it's him like standing there with a little kid and he's like made from good honest california products <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> and all this stuff because he yeah <laughs> he's he's selling like ones like cal snacks which is like that's the that's the completely ambiguous. What is in this? <laughs> like mm-hmm. Nobody knows what it is, but it's everybody like a loves mesquite it.
1: Mesquite flavored snack yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then
2: like he has like he has RTDs, which was mm-hmm. you know pretty advanced. Uh, and then he has <laughs> he does. Uh, and then,
1: <laughs> or they call them wine coolers, but yeah, yeah wine like yeah, wine cooler. It's only a matter of time before we start crushing wine coolers again. Meg right. Right, Meg's probably already on the wine cooler game. That seems like something you'd be down with the Bartles and James, you fuck with the Bartles and hey, James. Uh,
3: maybe, maybe I'll bring it <laughs> hey. back come February, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, new mm. year, new me. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck beer. Let's just say it. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and say it. Bring on the wine coolers,
2: them spritzers. Hell yeah,
3: dude. I'd fuck with a spritz though. Let's
2: put it on the book Seagram September. <laughs> Seagram September, yeah. <laughs> Seagram Hell yeah.
3: September.
1: <laughs> For um, drinking
3: seven and sevens and then mm-hmm. wine coolers.
1: Now that's, that's what July's for. That's when they got that red, white and berry out. Hell yeah. Didn't Steve <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't other Steve, Steve two, mm-hmm. uh, Steve version well, two. He's yeah. yeah.
2: Steve, uh, Steve two was drinking uh red, white and Mary, Mary, which is <laughs> just a, a rebranded
1: red, white and berry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He loves to see, he loves it. Or those are smeared off. their mind. As those as are schmears. Smeary. Yeah. That's but, it.
2: So, so there's another Ooh. in this conglomeration of, uh, a chase scene happening and it's i think it's occurring at the same time where uh cecil's a, explaining how beef jerky is the same as toxic waste <laughs> melvis is <laughs> reading the weekly world news and
1: oh okay and it's i, on, I knew she was reading
2: some but i yeah. didn't look at what she was reading yeah i'm 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 almost sure it's a weekly world news, but on the, or might've just been a paper they made, but on the very Mm -hmm. back of the paper, it's, it's directly in frame. And there's a picture of like a Sphinx cat. That's all gnarly and gross and shit. And it just (laughs) says big on the headline gremlin with the question mark.
1: <laughs> I did did not see that. Yeah, yeah it's it's unabashed. It, it, it truly is. And then I mean we're we're kind of there too is we we go to this ice cream shop that's inhabited by uh um uh this family that that you know is is running this ice cream shop and we get a nice little cameo which I mean, it's like an extended cameo mm-hmm. from this family and the, the dad is Robert Picardo who has been 100 million things he's fantastic he's in the howling he's in everything
2: but he is also uh you know plays a fairly prominent role in gremlins too yeah and this is where this is where i started getting conspiracy mm-hmm. and i started really looking more into it because uh, also in this scene is wendy Shaw, and she she's playing the mom uh she's the blonde lady in this yeah and if you go if you go into her imdb profile her like one of her big claims is that she constantly works with Joe Dante. So while she's not. Oh, yeah,
1: in, I'm looking in there. She's a lot, yeah. of,
2: lot of stuff, actually. While she's not in Gremlins 2, she's in interspace Space, The Burbs, uh, Small Soldiers. She's all, she also happens to be the voice of Francine on American Dad. If you ever watch yeah. that.
1: She also uh, Robert Picardo was in in inner space, too. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Picardo.
2: So like the two of them work with uh, Joe Dante pretty consistently. Mm -hmm. And this is where I started wondering, what is this film? Really? Is this film? Is this film Roger Corman being a rascal that he is? Mm -hmm. Because we've seen it in Carnosaur. The way yeah. he, like, the way he incorporated Jurassic Park things into Carnosaur and somehow got Carnosaur out before Jurassic Park. so yeah. yeah. So we've seen that. But right. then, is it also possible with how much Joe Dante hated Gremlins 2 and, like, right. didn't want to do it? Is this, like, an original <laughs> script that got snuck out of Warner Brothers? Like, was this supposed to be the original idea for Gremlins 2 of it being a road movie? yeah and then like have been. somehow like he either dante snuck it out or like leaked it you know to corman and corman's like yeah i'll do that and you know i'll put it out faster or, or
1: dante was like you take this script you rip it off mm-hmm. you give me a cut i'm gonna spend all their money yeah on this wild ass <laughs> gremlins 2 script that i'm you know that, that 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 i got i'm working on here yeah um and and yeah it's i have this yeah.
2: theory i have a theory that both picardo and shawl went in to like auditions for mm-hmm. gremlins 2 and then like they they told they tattled And so that's why they got roles in this film, but then were also rewarded later on by Joe Dante because he's like, Yeah, I don't want to do that fucking movie. Tattle, (laughs) tell Corman, get Corman a script. (laughs) Leave it to him. Give it to Corman. He'll make a fucking shit show out of this whole thing. Give it to Corman. He'll give it to this other guy who, like, the writer on this film doesn't have a whole lot of credits or anything. He was doing stuff for money. So he just gave it to that guy. That guy rewrote a couple things here and there and then <laughs> just enough where they're not going to get sued yeah. Or, yeah and then they made it and got it out before warner brothers could make <laughs> gremlins 2 proper <laughs> yeah
1: it's very likely i mean carnosaur is a great example mm-hmm. of, of Cormit corbin has got he's got back channeling down to
2: a size absolutely and then the yeah. director of this film is the editor of the original Gremlins movie.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah there's a lot more connections that, than I thought here. And I'm, I mean, I'm even looking back, like there's so many, um, I mean, you'll notice, uh, I think that Paul's dad, which he just comes back like for for a minute at the end, is played by Paul Bartel which you'll recognize immediately. Paul Bartels in a a million things, especially Steve, like uh, Death Race 2000. Mm -hmm. He's in, he is in um, Chopping Mall. He's one of the two, like along with, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, They're at the beginning when they're actually like demonstrating. Oh, I know who you're talking about. What's her name? With a, her last name starts with a W. Oh, I um, can't
2: remember it, but I know anyway, exactly I'll, who you're talking about. She's
1: fantastic. Mm-hmm. She's a fucking legend. She's in a million things. And I'm just, I'm just blanking on her name right now, but they're, they're like the people at the beginning that are like kind of doing this, uh, Mary, uh, Warnoff.
2: There you go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She, she, they, they, they are the like two little like ones like kind of cracking wise at the beginning. Um, her and paul Bartel, um but he is in just so many freaking things that there is a million um uh kind of overlaps with other performers and writers and editors Mm -hmm. and and stuff and he's also
2: he's also like corman's hand like he's he's a guy that corman can just Call anytime and he'll just show up. Especially for like well, and a, Joe Dante too. Like yeah. he
1: was in he was in Rock and Roll High School, which Joe Dante directed or co-directed or something mm-hmm. like that. I think or he had or maybe produced. I don't know. He had some something to do with that. Um, he was in Piranha. Like he's in he is Corm- he's a Corman guy and a Joe Dante guy.
2: Yeah. So yeah, he'll so just show up whenever. Like that. So yeah, I think yeah you got you gotta wonder like is this is this Joe Dante's first attempt to sabotage Gremlins too? Mm-hmm. And then they they made him make the other one because again like you, you go back to all the anti corporatism and all the anti like uh, toxic waste and all that kind of stuff that shows up. Yeah. And like kind of the a cab mentality of like how cops are stupid and everything. that mm-hmm. kind of rings <laughs> a Joe Dante. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh, he's in so many I mean so many movies have like he's on Amazon Women from the, on the Moon which has some of the same themes and is co-directed by Joe Dante and mm-hmm. I'm just looking back through some of these it's it's actually kind of wild how 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 like incestuous the, the these people who you know were kind of uh working on all these movies together is so yeah. like the, it just feels extremely likely that something like this Happened.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like
1: it doesn't even feel like almost like a like a uh, like a conspiracy theory as much as like just connect the dots. It feels yeah, right. like that's probably what happened.
2: <laughs> like it's one of those things like nobody will come out and say it because Warner Brothers could probably still sue them or something. Mm-hmm. But. You know, like I get I bet if you get like Robert Picardo or Joe Dante in a, in a quiet room and just like ask him, like, what would you guys do? What was this? Yeah. They'd be like, oh, hell yeah, of course. Yeah. But yeah.
1: The writing's on the wall.
2: Yeah. There is um, there is one other cameo in this. That
1: I don't oh, I got to say, Paul Bacardo's little little bit of him keeping passing out is oh, yeah, very yeah. funny. <laughs> he just keeps saying two words and then passing out yeah. again.
2: He's like, I'm fine. <laughs> and then he just keeps
1: losing consciousness. Great bit.
2: Yeah. But there is one other uh, cameo in the cast, though, I wanted to point out. It's it's when we go to the Burgerland, the manager you uh, he, he's literally in it for three seconds you won't recognize his face it's just something I've found doing research to prove my conspiracy mm. but yeah. <laughs> the manager uh the manager of the Burgerland is chip Heller and he is one of the goon deputies from Jack Frost
1: oh no mm. shit mm-hmm. yeah just just a fun
2: connection for our show since we did Jack oh, yeah. Frost last month yeah mm-hmm. very cool
1: I love the this the scene of when um you know, Picardo's character is getting bitten by the munchie Mm -hmm. and Paul's just fucking standing there watching it happen. It's such a weird scene where they just didn't give him anything to do. And he is such a shit actor that he didn't know how to like seem scared. So it looks like he's just watching it happen. Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) not like couldn't be less of a like act character of action. (laughs)
2: Like he's not like he's not scared. He's not panicking in a way like he's trying to find something to get the munchie off of him no he just watches it happen goes he's just indifferent oh, sucks, to dude. what's happening <laughs> sucks yeah. that happened oh, to you lame. not my problem <laughs> yeah it's just he's
1: it's he's such a bad character but then you know this is when like pretty much not long after this i mean you know, you get to see Munchies wearing a lot of sunglasses, which is always fun, but really a lot <laughs> doesn't happen for a long time. But then when they get back to, um, for some reason, I mean, one of his many business uh, enterprises, um, Cecil, Cecil, cecil I don't remember how they say it, um, has, <laughs> I guess created the state's first 36 hole mini golf course and he's really (laughs) proud of it (laughs) and so the whole climb like most of the climax of the movie um takes place or or the 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 kind of run up to the to the climax of the movie most of the third act happens on this mini golf course Mm -hmm. and you're just getting munchies shenanigans on a mini golf course which is the whole movie makes the whole
0: movie yeah Th- this like is- they're
1: drinking smoking fucking sword fighting <laughs> just doing wild shit zany sound effects it's like wow like it's just all this wild looney tune shit happening and it's just like if you're not having fun during this part of the movie like i hate
2: you <laughs> you suck <laughs> it's it's i mean it's what everything built up to because like all of, pretty much all the other characters that you met along the way Mm -hmm. Or also at the mini golf. You know, so (laughs) the
1: cops are there. Like Mm -hmm. everyone's there. And there's so many shots of like them just throwing the puppets up in the air and
2: shooting it in slow motion. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like there's probably five shots at
2: least of that. And then you have you have the second instance of munchies going to town of Mm -hmm. you have the one that's in the bushes and he's watching uh he's watching the blondes from earlier. When they were mm-hmm. at, the, at the swimming hole that they had chased and sexually harassed, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're watching them bend over in panties, and he's in the bushes going, "Oh yeah, I can't wait to tell the other guys." Oh boy, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And they they don't just make noises;
1: they literally say shit like yeah.
2: that.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. So you're getting, you know, you you get another scene. Eventually, you get another scene of Cecil cutting one of them up with like hedge clip clippers and you know of course it grows into some other ones there was another great scene i i think right after this it's when they do like descend into the like tunnel where you know the underground kind of warehouse or tunnels or whatever where where he keeps all his his waste that he uses and all these food products and they have uh one of his products is called cheese cheesy squeeze or cheese squeeze (laughs) or something like that and his wife is like if somebody tries to give her some and he's like, you know, cheese squeeze makes my eyeballs itch <laughs> 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 out loud that one like a soup like suggesting that it's made of like fiberglass or something right yeah <laughs>
2: like she she's always like uh she's always opposed to any of the food that he's trying to feed her. Like at any point, like when they go to Burgerland, she's like, No, that gives me indigestion. Like the food is bad. (laughs)
1: Yeah, she knows, she knows it's poison. That's, I think that's what she ordered. She
3: just wanted like (laughs) lettuce and tomato on a bun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's like
1: her idea. Like that's their way of communicating that she's like complicit in all this. Mm -hmm. Like that she knows it's all bad and she won't eat it, but she will happily, you know live off of, you know, the wealth that he's generated by by selling all this bullshit. So, right.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, she, gets, she gets a pink Cadillac. She's got a bunch of paintings and... Did he change her name to Melvis or did he just marry her because her name
1: is Melvis? Her name is Melvis. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great idea. I got a feeling there's not enough backstory to this character where there's a definitive answer on that. Yeah. But <laughs> I like to pretend that he asked her to change her name <laughs> that would be even better that would be even better um but yeah so they do uh uh ultimately learn in a you know kind of scrambling around topsy-turvy little like fight not fight scene but you know where paul's getting kind of chased by them and then he, ch- he he gets a hold of this like severed electrical wire and tries to electrocute one of them and he ends up touching it to like this conveyor belt or something one of them's on mm-hmm. and electrocutes one of the munchies and we learned that when you electrocute a munchie it turns into like an idol from Legend of the Hidden Temple. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like one of those little (laughs) idols that you find. You get a little prize. (laughs) Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense. We don't know why. If it's an it's some sort of ancient alien creature, so maybe, I don't know. It doesn't make any goddamn sense.
2: Yeah, it's Um, it's never clear if they're actually aliens or if they were just always here and there's some weird... You know, yeah.
3: ancient civilization Mysterious or aliens something. I've always been here though. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I understand, I understand that.
2: I understand that.
3: I just ancient don't Ancient
2: aliens. <laughs> yeah.
3: He, um, he, Brian said it.
2: Brian yeah. said, Brian said the thing. He said the line.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he said the thing.
3: It's ancient aliens. It's literally what the
2: show's called. Um, but he
1: does, uh, ultimately he, you know, they electrocute all of them. And then he, he, um, what's he do? He disposes of them somehow. I didn't write it down, except he keeps one.
2: I don't remember uh, him disposing of any of them. I thought he just took the one. Didn't he throw them somewhere? I'm trying to remember. Where would I, remember throw he just, them, no. I don't remember.
1: Maybe I'm imagining Man. that.
3: <laughs> Instead of smashing all of them like they did, they could have probably made a lot of money as like substituting them for gargoyles in front of mm. houses.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know,
3: mm. for yeah. people into making money, you know. Yeah. Missed opportunity. Yeah, and there's
1: like, you know, as well as I do, that there's an enormous demand for gargoyles in the southwest <laughs> right. like in front of people's houses um but yeah they do they they almost look like these little like portions of like a totem pole or something anyway he decides he's gonna hold on to one of them to give to uh his dad and his dad comes back and then the dad uh uh oh this is where paul Bartel comes in he's mm-hmm. he's some relation to isn't he? he's like a
2: He's a, he's a professor. He's
1: like a museum yeah. curator or something. I don't know. Rich science guy comes and goes, I'll give you $25,000 for that. And they're just like, hell yeah, all our problems are solved. And I'm like, <laughs> even in 1987, that's not enough for all of your problems to be solved, but also maybe get the money before yourself or get that in writing do something right because it just really was like they were just like okay cool here you go and then he just walks away uh
2: he walks away puts yeah. it in his shitty pickup truck which is an yeah. odd thing for uh, a college professor to show up a in.
1: fancy boy like him to be you know to be driving mm-hmm. and then uh it drives off into a lightning storm i guess which is gonna strike it and reverse it i i don't know if i guess that's what you're meant to believe and then the munchies are going to come back and and do more munching guys that's munchies 1987 um anything else anything else you want to discuss on on munchies was there anything else we missed we skipped over Uh, no no.
3: (laughs) This <laughs> movie was silly, but now I want to, I, I it definitely need to put it on the docket to rewatch it in like the next month mm-hmm. just to like even just pick up on all the other little things. It's a great one to just throw on in the background.
1: <laughs> mm hmm. And I
3: would I've done definitely that. Watch a it number while of rooms. It'll go yeah. on that list as well.
1: Yeah, Munchies. It's great. You, you know, you're never going to not laugh at where the Munchies. You're never going to not laugh <laughs> at, you know, I just think I felt bad for him cuz he was so uh, ugly and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like just lines like that. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of good lines yeah. in it. Oh, wait. And and, and Harvey Harmy is great. The what?
2: The one thing we skipped over and it's such a weird thing mm-hmm. is the Burgerland employees are all little people
1: oh yeah 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 Why?
3: i did kind of just
1: jump over i don't know don't know bold decision um i wonder it, it had to have been knowing roger corman like it had to be like happenstance mm-hmm. that just like he happened to have this like crew of like little people who were maybe working in another film and he was just like well, we can get these people, and they're like, "Well, why would there be?" He's like, "Well, let's just make them all work in the same place." And then it's like, "Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that somehow makes some sort of logical sense."
2: I mean, they're all—I mean, they're all there for like maybe a day or two of shooting because they're only—you know—they're only filmed in the Burgerland, and then they run out of the Burgerland. So, oh. mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I don't know. Weird movie, guys. Real weird movie. Um, I love that's one of my favorite things about these Roger Corman flicks is just unpacking all the weird decisions because, you know, that the decisions were practical in some way Mm -hmm. because, you know, we know what his M.O. is. And so it is always fun to unpack why you think the behind the scenes like speculate about the behind the scenes stuff. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, because, I mean, yeah, go back to our Carnosaur episode. That's another fucking Roger Corman just doing things to save money, but also for some reason stick it to Hollywood in some sort of way. Yeah. Because he, he's, because he got, yeah. uh, who is it? It's uh, the, he got Laura Dern's mother to star in his <laughs> Jurassic Park knockoff. So, right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which, uh, guys, I don't know if you, um, or football any of you are professional football fans out there at all but there is a quarterback for the jacksonville jaguars his name is trevor lawrence mm-hmm. he looks exactly like laura dern wow. just go- just, google uh, just google him just google okay check it out he's hot as fuck what he looks his just name? Like trevor lawrence just google it real quick i
3: didn't even i didn't even need to finish typing uh, that. okay oh okay. my gosh doesn't he look yeah. just like Laura Dern <laughs> to he, he, me? He, yeah. With a thick fucking neck.
1: Well, he's if he's a professional football player. Right. <laughs> if, but he looks as much like Laura Dern as a professional football player could possibly look. If Laura Dern <laughs> could take a hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, on that note, guys, uh, that has been 1987 munchies guys go check it out on the tubi it's free don't cost you nothing um also once again go follow us on the social medias so you know what our pickies are gonna be just in case you get behind you know heaven forbid on a couple episodes you're fucking slacking you're not keeping up on it and you forget and then you don't know what movies to watch for the showdown before they come out avoid all that Follow us on the social <laughs> medias. We are going to be doing um, some micro budget gems for our showdown episode in twenty and twenty three February. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Also, next episode, which is going to be another little mini-sode, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're not going to talk about a specific movie. We're actually going to talk about a whole bunch of movies that are slated to come out in 2023 uh, in the old horror genre that we uh, are excited to watch because there's a lot of really cool stuff coming out. Um, You know, listen, we're living in a time that's like a fucking embarrassment of riches for for horror fans. So might as well talk about some of the ones we're super excited about for 20 and 23. So tune in for that on next week's mini-sode. Anything else I'm forgetting? Nope. No, that's about nope. it. All right. Well, for the Halloween is Forever crew, I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm the munchies. <laughs> Where the munchies. <laughs> Bye! <laughs>